the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We are the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. We are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Jim Clark, and we are inviting you to call in with your questions, comments, and concerns. Our toll-free number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 1-888-367-5329. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone and let us know what's on your mind. Again, that number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. Well, we have been doing a series on extreme invitation to discipleship tonight. We will hold off on that series until next Saturday and dedicate our time to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. This time of the year, as we prepare to celebrate the the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we generally talk about three vital things as it relates to the Lord's resurrection. One, we talk about Palm Sunday, when our Lord traveled to Jerusalem riding on a donkey, and they laid out palm branches on the road before him. Two, we talk about Friday when our Lord suffered and died on the cross for the sin of the whole world. Three, we talk about Sunday when he rose from the dead with all power. But when we talk about these three things, we always talk about these things as they relate to our Lord Jesus Christ. But how do these three things relate to us as Christians and followers of Jesus Christ? Well, for the answer to this question and much more, stay tuned, for we are not pretending. We are contending for the faith. He is risen. Dr. Buckner, how are you doing today? Amen, brother. He is risen, and we appreciate that uh, introduction, and thank you for sitting in for Brother Gary. Amen. And uh, happy Resurrection uh, weekend to all of you, and we trust that you're going to have a blessed time this weekend. Uh, this weekend is the greatest historical celebration event in the history of the world. The most important and life-changing event in the history of the world. There are three historical events that has had transforming effects on people for over 2,000 years. And those three events are Palm Sunday, Friday, and Sunday. As Brother Jim has said, most of us as Christians, when we celebrate these three areas of the Christian faith, number one, Palm Sunday was the day of triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem riding on a donkey, and they threw and laid down on the ground palm branches. We see this. This is recorded in the four Gospels, Matthew 21, uh, verses 1 through 9. Mark 11, verses 1 through 10, and Luke chapter 19, verses 28 through 39, and John chapter 12, and verses 12 through 18. 
Secondly, Friday was the day that Jesus suffered and died on the cross, and it is recorded in the four Gospels as well, in Matthew 27, 32 through 56, and Mark chapter 15, verses 21 through 41, and Luke 23, verses 26 through 49, and John chapter 19, verses 17 through 37. And what happened early Sunday morning on that day was his bodily resurrection from the dead. And we uh, learn about this in Matthew chapter 28, verses 5 through 6, and Mark 16 and 6, and Luke 24, verses 6 through 7. And Jesus spoke about this uh, in uh, John eleven twenty-five through 26. And uh, what a glorious and wonderful three uh, aspects of the Christian faith that we all should know about. When we teach and preach on the great truths of these three points, we hardly ever bring application to Palm Sunday, an application to Friday, and an application to Sunday for the Christian life and for the Christian walk. I want to title this uh, tonight, What Are the Biblical Lessons? What are the biblical lessons we can learn on Palm Sunday, Friday, and Sunday? Now, the resurrection on Sunday is a good news day where Jesus rose from the dead, and that is a good news day. But Friday came first before Sunday, because before Sunday, there was Friday. Friday was a bad day, and on that Friday, the devil had a party with all of his demons. On Friday was the devil's day with all of his demons and the host of hell partying all day and partying all night. Friday was a crucifying day a beating day, a scourging day. Friday also was a game-playing day where the Roman soldiers took turns punching Jesus. Friday was the thorns of crowns on your head day. Friday was where the nails were put in his hands and nails in his feet and a spear pierced in his side on Friday. Friday was a day when Jesus had been mocked and laughed at and spat upon and falsely accused. Friday is a day when there was a lot of gambling going on just like today. They divided his clothes amongst them and cast lots for the garment. This is on Friday. Friday is a day when there is a lot of crying and weeping going on by Jesus' followers. Friday was a bad day for the people. And Friday comes after Palm Week. And Palm Week is when a lot of people are celebrating and praising and worshiping Jesus, and they are on his side, many of the people. Palm Week and Palm Sunday is where a lot of people are throwing branches by his feet. This day was a good day. It could not be a better day on Palm Sunday. 
But one week later, on Friday, all hell broke loose on that day. And the same people on Palm Sunday that was crying out Hosanna in the highest was the same people a week later on Friday are now crying out, crucify him, and Caesar is our king. Now, I wanted to build on that to bring some application to you and me today on these three points. When we look at Palm Sunday in our own lives, we all have a Palm Sunday in our own lives where things are going good. Uh, There's a good day at home and in our marriages and in the church and at work and in the community. After every mountaintop of a Palm Day Sunday or Palm Day period, the devil is always there to bring you down to your bad day Friday. Somebody is always trying to crucify you in your home, in your marriage, your church, your job, and your community. That is on on this Friday, on the Fridays of your life. Because we all have this type of Friday like Jesus went through and the apostles. They even crucify you with their tongues. They throw they don't throw at you branches, but they throw at you curse words and blasphemous words on Friday. They will hate you because Jesus said they will hate you because they first hated me. But I have some good news for you tonight. I have some good news for you tonight. And that is Friday is the beginning of the weekend, but it is not the end of the weekend. You have to go through the crucifixion to get to the resurrection. You have to go through some pain to reach the gain. Because if we can find the strength by the Holy Spirit to keep through Friday to Saturday, and then to make it to Sunday. Because if we can make it through Palm Sunday, and especially the bad Fridays that we experience in our life, and get through Saturday, then Sunday is going to be all right. Because Sunday, if you make it to Sunday, if you keep the faith and make it through Sunday, then Jesus can raise you up from the dead of sin in your life. If you make it to Sunday, oh, Lord, help us to make it Sunday. If we make it to Sunday, Jesus can raise you from all of your problems in your life. If you make it to Sunday, Jesus knows how to raise you from your bad habits and your bad addictions. Only if you can make it to Sunday, Jesus knows how to raise you from the Fridays, the bad Fridays of your life, he can raise you up to the Sundays of the brightness of a new life. If you only make it to Sunday, oh God, give us the grace to make it through on these Fridays of our lives when we have bad experiences and all aspects of our life. We all go through those type of Friday experiences where things seem to fall apart in our life and people all around us are trying to crucify us. And yet, we got to keep the faith because there's going to be a brighter day if we keep the faith. Jesus knows how to move you from misery to ministry. 
Jesus knows how to take a mess in your life and bring a message. Jesus knows how to take the mess in your life and bring a miracle. And when you're down to nothing, God is always up to something. And sometimes God would allow you to hit rock bottom so that you will discover that he is the rock at the bottom. And when you discover that he is the rock at the bottom, he brings you from the bottom to the top. You just got to keep the faith because you're going to have those Palm Sunday experiences where everything's going to go well. But Friday's going to come and the devil's going to be working on certain days to take your peace and take your joy. But don't let the devil do it because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And you got to be into the whole arm of God. You got to be in steadfast into prayer. You got to constantly be accountable to other brothers and sisters in the Lord to keep you strong. This is the key to getting to Sunday. Oh, we need to make it to Sunday through all the experiences that we go through because He'll raise you from the dead and give you power to be raised from the dead no matter what type of dead experience you're going through. We thank the Lord that he conquered the grave and that he came back from the dead and said, all power has been given to me in heaven and in earth, and he has the power, and he has the power to give you power so that you can be raised from no matter what circumstances and situation that you're going through. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Lord has to say tonight through his servant, Brother Jim. Dr. Buckner, that is an awesome uh, your disposition on what's going on, Lord, uh, with the, within the church and for people who are struggling through their Christian walk, coming up to that Friday and having that, those struggles and just trying to make it through until that Sunday, and, uh, and that's what we need to do. Amen. It's a, a famous sermon that goes like this. It's Friday, but Sunday is but coming. Sunday's coming. I've heard that one. <laughs> Amen. It's Friday. You know, you're going through some Friday experience, but this message is about tonight that keep the faith and hold on. Let God hold on to you because his grip is stronger. It's Friday, but Sunday coming. is coming. Don't get caught up into the Palm Sunday because that's the good day. But Friday's coming, but Sunday's also coming. And the devil don't want nothing to do with Sunday because it's all about Jesus. And Jesus can take you from the bad days of Friday, bring you a good day on Sunday, and give you strength to have good days all the rest of your life. Amen. Amen. And that's the part that we really need to think about (laughs) is that this life is nothing. Mm-hmm. That's it's eternity that matters. That's it. And Jesus said, in this life, you will have trouble. Yes. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Amen. It's a, That is such an encouraging message. And we want to hear from you. Uh, we're going to take a break right now to better uh, have our sponsors better serve you. Uh, we would like to hear from you. Give us a call, and we will look forward to hearing from you after the break. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. My name is Jim Clark. I'm in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And uh, on this day before Easter, and we're very much looking forward to tomorrow, or tomorrow to celebrate the, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. But first, we want to begin by thanking everyone who has been praying for Contending for the Faith. Without your diligent prayers and donations, we would have never been on the air so long. 
We also want to thank those who gave over the last two weeks, Kamala and Abomani, Sandra, C.R. Charles, Scott, uh, James, Diane, and Ronald, and Bruce. It costs us $400 a week, so we really need your help. Since we are a listener-supported, if you have uh, been blessed by Dr. Buckner's teaching and this program, don't, won't you consider partnering with us for, uh, financially? There are two ways you can donate. Number one, you can send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Or you can go onto your computer and type in contendingfaith.org. That's contendingfaith.org. And click on the Donate button, which is obviously the easiest way. <clears throat> but now, I would think we would like to get back to the program and to our callers. Let's do that. That sounds like a winner. Let's, uh, let's... Our first caller looks like it's Jenny Gen- uh, in Oakland. Jenny, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm richly blessed. Thank the Lord. How are you? We are truly blessed. Happy uh, Resurrection uh, Sunday to you as it comes before us. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, yes. I'm calling because uh, it's it's been Friday, so much of Friday in my in my family. This uh, 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 family members getting 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 mixed up with the. With the wrong people, uh, uh, unequally yoked together with the wrong people, and uh, 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 Hinduism, and 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 lotto gambling, uh, all this spiritual warfare that the, that the devil is is trying to destroy me and 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 my and my family and. Uh, with a lot of uh, uh, mental and emotional and and physical health and and lacking the strength and and uh, of and financial insecurity. Okay, and so these are the things that I, I need to make your prayer for for me and my family. Yes, we need all these breakthroughs. So, uh, 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 me and my family can see Jesus uh, deliverance, the victory over all these, all of these, all of these matters, so that we can get our our family ministry for the. What the Lord going on? Well, we're going to uh, lift these prayer requests up and also pray that God will uh, use you to be a light in the midst of the darkness because, uh, like you said, this is a Friday for you, but just keep the faith because uh, Sunday is coming. Thank Even you. though uh, your Fridays are dark right now, as yeah. well as your Saturdays are dark and the rest of the days, keep faith in the Lord because. Uh, he's able to raise you up and uh, also raise them up uh, through the power of prayer. So uh, we're going to ask Brother Jim to uh, lift these prayer requests up and continue to uh, pray for them along with us as well as kill them with love 
and uh, also let them know that the truth, because Jesus said the truth will make you free. So let's go before the Lord. And because my strength is just gone. Okay. Uh, the, the, the Lord has ministered, you know, all I can by, uh, you know, you know, with my, uh, with his, with all his help, of course. But I'm, I'm calling out for more support. Amen. And are you? I, I thank you for for that and the encouragement. I I just heard over the phone. Very and, good. And and, and, and are you? Um, encouraged me very much. Thank you. So yes. Much. And are you? Um, and I'm assuming that you are connected with a church where you're having your church pray for you as well. Uh, 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 I, 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 yes. Um, are you involved um, with any church? Uh, yes, I'm involved with the church ministry, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, well, you make sure you have the church and the pastor praying for your family, too, and be sure to let him know and have the uh, the church praying because there's power behind a lot of prayers behind you. Well, we're going to ask Brother Jim to lift these prayer requests up that you mentioned. Brother Jim. Okay, thank you. All right, Jenny. Um, and for those that are listening out there and that are also going through similar things, because I know there must be many, uh, please uh, just pray with us as as we uh, lift up Jenny and her family to the Lord. Um, Father God, we uh, we thank you that Jenny would called in, and Lord, we uh, we pray for the for the issues that she's been going through with her family. Lord, it sounds like uh, she's got family members that are. Uh, either unequally yoked or just with the wrong people. Uh, there's been some dabbling in some alternative spirituality. I heard Hinduism. Uh, Lord God, these things are a lie from the from the devil. And uh, and Father, we just pray that uh, that you would bring somebody into their lives that would reach them for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, in uh, in Ephesians, it talks about spiritual warfare. And you mentioned spiritual warfare, Jenny, but that yeah. means we need to put on the full armor of God. And so, Lord, we, we pray now that Jenny's family, they can put on the full armor of God, that Jenny can put on the full armor of God, Lord God, and that, that your Holy Spirit would, would be with her to comfort her and give her encouragement, Lord, during Amen. this time. And, uh, and Father, that uh, you would provide for her and her family the way that you always do, Lord. You always meet the needs that we have. And, Father, we pray that our hearts are humble before you, Lord, that our, that our souls are with you, Lord God, and that, uh, that you would give her encouragement and protect her family and, and strip away the lies that are spreading throughout her family. Lord, we thank you that you are a loving God. And... And, Father, we just want to thank you that you are an, our awesome God. Lord, tomorrow thank is you. Sunday, and we are looking forward to the celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you so much for that oh, and you. pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Brother Jim. Thank, thank you for you your too. call. Thank you so much uh, for your call and your uh, prayer requests as well. And keep us posted on how things are going. I will. Thank you so much for everything. All righty, God bless you and keep you and and stay and stay on the stay on the phone because uh, we need to uh, have our phone counselor to uh, touch base with you. So stay on the phone. Don't hang up. Okay. All righty, stay on. Okay. Thank All you for your call. All righty, we have uh, 
CC, right? Yeah, it looks like CC's called in. CC, how you doing? Brother CC. Do we have Yes, yes. There he is. Yes, how you doing? Uh yeah, been pretty rough, pretty dark, but how you doing? You you're into some Fridays. You're into yeah, some Fridays. Yes, I yeah, yeah. You but you that. but you know, but you know Sunday is coming. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. You know Sunday's coming. You believe yeah, Sunday is coming, you know. Yeah. And that's why this message tonight is a message and a word for all those out there that listen tonight. What did you get out of the message for you tonight that encouraged you? Well, it gave me some hope. Cause, I mean, honestly, you mentioned the resurrection. And I thought, I mean, I got excited when I, and when I thought about that, you know, that it's a lot of problems that we're in. In, encountering, but the resurrection, of course, in Jesus Christ is, is is the answer to all the problems, you know, so, I mean, he accomplished a lot on the cross, and I was not focused on that in my dark moments. I was, but I wasn't, so I was really focused when you, uh, you said a lot of, I mean, you said a lot of good points, you know, but I, I don't have enough time to elaborate on that, but um, yeah, the resurrection, when you, when you mentioned that, you know, it was like a, like a, 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 gave me hope, you know, because I'm like, wow, you know, he died, you know, and then, but not only did he die, but he he rose from the dead, and it's it's, it's so much power behind it. I know that even us as Christians, we don't even understand fully, you know, saying the full scope of that, you know, of what he did on the cross and how much powerful that is. So, um, I appreciate that because it was dark, and I needed to hear that. You know, the, the, the whole message was good too. So, so CC, Jesus, Jesus said, "Because I live, so you shall live also." Mm-hmm. The resurrection is what it's all about. It's, it is it, what you said is absolutely true. We we look at the resurrection as our our main hope for for life beyond this world, mm-hmm. and that's what we are to look forward to. Amen. Because the resurrection is uh, for you and for all of us. It's not only. It gives us a new life, but a new day, and it gives us also power uh, because the the scriptures teach that uh, that was the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, and that same power that raised him will also quicken your mortal body. So the Holy Spirit is here to empower you for a new day, too, you know, so you— uh, and most of the people out there, a lot of the people that are listening, is going through a Friday and a Saturday, dark days, crucifying days. You're going through some uh, some days by which and nights by which Satan is having a party, a field day with you. But you got to keep the faith. You know, uh, Jesus told Simon Peter, Satan desires a sifious wheat, but I prayed for you that your faith faileth not. Your faith got to stay strong in the midst of everything that you're going through. And uh, you got to keep on the armor as well. So uh, keep your eyes on Sunday. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The Sunday's coming. Amen. Cece, you also brought up a scripture verse uh, that you wanted to talk about. Genesis 26, I see. Is that right? Yeah, yeah I want to talk about that. But before I get into that, I just want to say... Um, I know somebody had called in. It was a, a, a lady or a girl, or whoever she called, and she had left her number for me to call. I guess I don't know. Maybe she wanted the fellowship, or uh, maybe pray. I don't know. She 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 left her number, and uh, you guys had gave it to me. 
but I just want her to know if she's listening that I misplaced it. I don't want her to think that I just, you know, shunned her off against her. I know, of course, she, she wants to talk about Christ, you know, probably prayer and stuff like that. And I appreciate her, um, like, reaching out to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I kind of heard her. She mentioned it one time on the air. She don't want to leave my number for him, you know, to call me. You know, she would like to fellowship, and I misplaced it. So I just want her to know if she's listening that I didn't reject her call. I just, I just told no idea what her number well, it's all good, uh, CC. Uh, we we appreciate that you know you're sharing that, um, but um, we have connected her with some um, some women, and there's a, a few people in our church that's connecting with her. So uh, I think she's good right now, and it's a purpose and everything. So, uh, but I appreciate you sharing that because we can pass that on to her that you weren't uh, ignoring her at all. But we've connected her with some some uh, pretty strong people in the Lord, and uh, uh, we'll uh, keep you posted on how she's doing. That's that's good. That's all. That's, that's one other thing. I just you know didn't call. I know she wanted to maybe pray for me or something, or tell me share Christ or something. I just just lost it. That's all. So, but that's good. You know, it's good for her to connect with women. You know, they can have a more in common to you know talk about that's good that's right absolutely absolutely and so um what's on your heart uh you have the question as jim was saying in genesis yeah. 20 and 6 is that correct yeah i actually have two questions they all they all interconnected but um yeah i want to ask you a question in genesis chapter 20 um in verse 6 okay and what's your question what you want to know okay i just i just want to know um in the in, in the latter part where where it talked about where he withheld him from sinning against me, I guess we know he came into a dream. Right, right. This is a uh, let me back up on this first of all and say that this is a story about Abimelech and um, the king Abimelech and uh, also um, Abraham and his wife Sarah. Uh, and this shows you the story here. Uh, the humanness of great men of God. Great men of God all have their failures and their weaknesses and their problems. And so the Bible is a human book. It shows all of that with David and Samson and, you know, all of the great men of faith. I think there's only two people in the Bible in the um, Old Testament uh, that I uh, know of that um, speaks don't speak anything ill of them, and that's uh, Daniel and Joseph, so those two men. But here you have uh, a situation where Abraham had, uh, you know, lied about Sarah because Abimelech um, was getting ready to um, take her into his harem, uh, and God intervened on him in a dream and stopped him, you know, because God is a mind dweller, and he can... Uh, deal with ungodly people. This is a real good story about how God can uh, also uh, turn the hearts of even uh, wicked men and the wicked things that they plan to do against his people. And uh, so Abraham lied and said that uh, uh, Sarah was his sister. And it was a, a half lie and a half truth because it, she was his sister, part uh, half-sister. But uh, he just said it. He didn't say that, that she was his half-sister, because he was trying to protect her uh, and that sort of thing. But God intervened in a dream on him. 
And you know, in the book of Daniel, God was dealing with Daniel all the time with those dreams and dwelling in the minds of people and the the hearts of people. And so uh, this is quite an interesting story here. And God um, uh, protected Sarah and protected Abraham. And by God's grace, uh, he didn't drop uh, the king dead, nor uh, Abraham dead as well, because God could have dropped both of them dead, but he had mercy on not only the king, but had mercy on Abraham too. Because oftentimes, if he wasn't a great servant of God, God might have dropped him dead, but God had a purpose in using him, just like he has a purpose in using all of us. I mean, a lot of us should have been dropped dead a long time ago, but God's grace is merciful. And it's not always the case, you know, like in Ananias and Sapphira, they dropped dead because they, um, God was starting off with the church and he was trying to make an, a point and they were uh, lied against the, the Holy Spirit through Peter. And God dropped the, the husband and wife dead. And uh, we should be grateful to God that uh, we're not living under that same democracy today because pastors would be doing so many funerals uh, that we wouldn't have enough time to focus on other things. Uh, but uh, hopefully that helps you out. And let's get your prayer request. And then when we come back from the commercial break, we'll uh, get to that prayer request. What's on your heart in terms of your prayer request? Um, my prayer request, again, if you could just um, pray for me, um, uh, pray for my family and my friend, my mother, my mother, my father, my family. And then I, it's just a particular young young uh, girl I know that she's married and uh, she's cheating on her husband. And it's a lot of it's a couple of men that she's cheating on with, and I just want to pray that God would intervene and uh, stop this, stop this girl. You know, her husband, her husband doesn't know they're they're both young adults, and I want to pray that God intervenes. And then also want to pray for Eddie Murphy and his family. You know, saying in, in the passing of his brother, mm-hmm. uh, look up Sean Marlon Wayne. You know, for for them too, they they know they're young men and they need they need the Lord. You know, it could be such a voice for other young people. And um, I want to lift up Arnold Schwarzenegger too. You know, I know him. I mean, I, I remember him since I was a little kid, and I've been praying for him. You know, that you know that God would reach out to these celebrities. You know, and also protect them because there's a lot of stuff going on out there in Hollywood. You know, so that's 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 my heart, and all celebrities too. But you know, so many of them I couldn't name them all. God knows, but those are the ones on my heart. And of course, all the other ones. Well, God has given you a really hard for. People like that. We need to also remember the uh, Christians in Egypt and uh, what's been going on with the bombing of these churches and stuff. We'll pray for them as well. Brother Jim. Amen. Well, we need to take a break and listen to some commercials. But when we get back, we want to continue with this conversation with you. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith. This is Jim Clark in the studio with Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. And uh, we were having a conversation with our caller, Cece. Uh, if we can get CC back on the line, you there, CC? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. Well, we wanted to uh, to lift you up in prayer and your family uh, with what's going on. Is there anything else that you want to throw in there before we uh, we start? Um, yeah, just I just I just I just want to experience more of God's peace, you know, and um, just just wisdom and direction, and also uh, for my friend too as well. All righty. Well, let's go before the Lord in, in prayer on these prayer requests. Okay. Brother Jim. <clears throat> Father God, we uh, on this on this holy week and this Easter weekend, Lord God, we uh we just lift you up and we remember what you uh what you did for us. 
Father, we, we pray for CeCe and his family, Lord, that, uh, that you would be uh, protecting them and just a hedge of protection around his family, that your Holy Spirit would be with them, Lord God, that uh, help them to be triumphant over their sinful desires, Lord God, but Lord, that, uh, that, they, would, uh, that they would abide in Christ and know him. Uh, Lord, C.C. mentioned uh, uh, he knows a girl that's been cheating on her husband. And, Lord God, we, we know that marriage infidelity is a very, very serious thing, Lord God. And, uh, and, Father, we just pray that your Holy Spirit would convict her of this sin. Father, that she would repent of this sin, repent to her husband, and repent to her family and friends. And, uh, and Lord, that, uh, that you would somehow find a way for them to build that, that bridge of love back together again. Lord, we, uh, we just pray that you would bring somebody into her life, if necessary, to point this out to her. And, uh, and Father, that, um, that, she would be, that, she would, that she would indeed be repentant about this. Lord, uh, we lift up the celebrities in, uh, in Hollywood. We pray for Eddie Murphy and Sean Wayans and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Lord, that these people that, that have made it to this level where they're able to reach millions of people through their craft, through their art, Lord God, that you have given them these talents and abilities. And Lord, that uh, through them, they could actually be a power for, for the truth and for Jesus Christ as opposed to Satan and his demons. And Lord, we just pray that, that you would, first of all, capture their hearts, Lord God, that they would that they would uh, learn about and abide in Christ as well, that they would then turn and, and use their talents and abilities to glorify Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. And, Father, I, I pray for C.C. that you would give him uh, peace, your peace, which surpasses all understanding. Lord, we pray that you would give him wisdom, that he would make good choices for himself and for the people around him, and the people that he's in charge of, Lord God. We thank you for C.C. that he has been faithful. He calls in on every week, and Lord, we love talking with him. And we just pray that you would continue to, uh, to bless him. And all these things I lift up in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> thank you, Brother Jim. Appreciate that prayer. C.C., thank you so much for your call. Thank you. Thank you, you guys, and thank you, Jim, for praying. And uh, I appreciate the encouraging words. You guys can't keep me on the air. I'm on, I'm on myself. I'm on the rest of the program. All right, and happy resurrection to you. Thank you. Bye. Amen. Thanks okay. a lot, CC. Amen. Amen. Well, Doctor Barker, we had a caller on the line, but they uh, appeared to have dropped off. Maybe Jermaine. They, I think yeah, it's Jermaine. Jermaine. We want to encourage Jermaine to call back because he had uh, such a good question. <clears throat> and uh, uh, while we're waiting for Jermaine, uh, let me ask you, Brother Jim, and then I'll get to uh, his question. We even have it written out, but if he can call back uh, Jermaine and ask the question, that would even be better. But um, how did this uh, message tonight minister to you? What did you get out of it? Well, uh, uh, the the idea that uh, as Christians that we have that Friday that we go through and we look forward to um, to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We look forward to being with him, our resurrection, and our resurrected bodies to be with him. Um, I, I have, uh, as I've grown closer to Jesus in my Christian walk, what, the thing that I have recognized is that the hardships that we endure 
in this life, the, the things that we have to go through, the, the cross, you know, I put in quotations, you know, that we have to bear because it's nothing like the cross that he bore. But those things that we are called upon to go through, those, those were, those, those, how do I put this? I don't want to give people the, the idea that Jesus wants us to go through suffering. He doesn't. But he uses that suffering to grow us, to change us. I look back in my life and I see that the suffering that I've been through, and some of it has been pretty bad. And what that has done for me personally in my relationship with him, there, was, there were transformative moments even after I became saved that, that I, the, the struggles that I went through drew me closer to him and changed my behavior, changed the way I, I uh, viewed him and viewed my life. So what I got out of it was, was that uh, we need to be continually hopeful about where we're headed, not where we are. There's this, this life is not, this world is not our world. We're here temporarily, very temporarily, because when we look at eternity, this is nothing at all. Good answer. Good answer. Appreciate that answer. Let me um, say something quickly uh, in response to Jermaine's question. Uh, question, can a person consider themselves a Christian without belief in the resurrection? Well, let me just put it this way, that the um, resurrection is an essential <clears throat> doctrine of the historic Christian faith. And um, to deny that is to deny salvation. Why do I say that? Not based upon what Dr. Buckner says, but based upon what the Word of God says. And the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians uh, 15 uh, and verse 13, but if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and our faith is also empty. So, and yes, and we are found false witnesses of God. So the resurrection, the Apostle Paul is saying, is if we deny it, uh, you know, our faith and everything is empty and it's void and it has no substance. So... This is one of the essential doctrines of the historic Christian faith, and and we must not deny that. And I would add to the question, can a person consider themselves a Christian without belief in the resurrection? I would just put in front of that bodily resurrection, because in uh, John two nineteen through 21, uh, Jesus talked about raising his body, the soma in the Greek, from the dead. Amen. So that was a very good question, and <clears throat> we hope that he listened and got blessed by that. Uh, let's go to our next uh, uh, caller. Amen. Uh, there's a Benjamin. Are you there? We're not getting. There we go. Benjamin, are you there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. How are you doing this evening? <clears throat> okay. God is good all the time. Yes, he um, is. And happy, uh, <clears throat> happy resurrection to you. Uh, resurrection Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, I was listening to you guys last uh, last week, and I was trying to write down some notes. Uh, you were doing something about the Jehovah's Witnesses and what questions to ask, and you know, I had a kingdom of, of the cult books, but uh, ended up leaving. Uh, I, I ended up losing it, but I was wondering, like, what questions do you ask the Jehovah's Witnesses, and what questions do you ask the uh, the Mormons? Sometimes I get those two mixed up, and uh, 
I mean, uh, last week you had something where it said, uh, you know, Jesus is who is Jesus the archangel, and your questions put uh, put you in a situation right where you can start witnessing, you know what I mean, and stuff, because a lot of the stuff that seems similar, but you know the stuff that's, uh, uh, that's, the, that's the heresy, you know what I mean? So what questions would you ask them so you can witness to them? Yes. Yes, I I know exactly what you're saying. I would start off with with a a question to them uh, dealing with the person, nature, and work of Jesus Christ. Because um, you know they always talk about Father, that Jehovah God, Father, but Jesus made it very clear in John fourteen six that. no man can get to the Father unless they come through him. So you got to know him in order to know the Father. <clears throat> so one of the things that is very important, uh, and I think this is one of the greatest ways in witnessing to Jehovah's Witnesses, and I've been doing it over 40 years, is that you come at them with um, John 20 and 28 and 29, because in their New World Translation, they have changed everything when it comes to the capital G to a small g. And there they have they didn't change it when Thomas said, when he saw the resurrected Lord, he says, O Kuriosmo Keo Theosmo, the Lord of me, the very God of me. He literally said that he was Lord and God. And, and then um, Jesus said, Thomas, because you've seen me and you believe, blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. So you see there literally where... Um, uh, not only Jesus acknowledges that he is God, uh, but, um, <clears throat> but and Thomas acknowledged that he's God, but Jesus confirms it that he's God because he says to him, you have seen me and you have believed, and blessed are they that have not seen and yet uh, have believed. So that's a very good scripture that I would uh, encourage you to uh, share uh, with them. And then also... Uh, when you look at John 20 and 28 and 29, that when he said, my Lord and my God, that's Thomas was quoting from Psalm 7 and verses 1 and 2, where David said, my Lord and my God. So that's really powerful right there. <clears throat> as far as the uh, Mormons, one of the things that really, uh, really get to Mormons is that you... You can't just uh, deal with them when it comes to um, just the Bible alone, because, I mean, you, you want to bring forth the Bible, but they believe in other books. So there is a, a book that they believe in as well, the Journal of Discourses, Volume 1 and 2. And, you know, that whole thing, you want to look at the whole thing, what Walter Martin brings out on uh, the Adam God, because when you ask the average Mormon, how was Jesus born— They'll say of the Virgin Mary through the Holy Spirit, but that's not what their teachings teach. And Brigham Young taught that Jesus, uh, that uh, the Adam God in the Garden of Eden, that same Adam God had sex with Mary, and that's how Jesus was born. So you want to look at the kingdom of the cults on that, and then you ask the question to them, how was Jesus born? Because if you can show that Brigham Young and Joseph Smith was false prophets, then you can get to the whole organization itself. And so why don't you look at those uh, points that I raised and present them and then call us back and, uh, you know, 
let us know how that turned out. And then also Revelation, because there Jehovah's Witnesses can't stand it, where Jesus is called the Alpha and Omega, the Father's called the Alpha and Omega, and you don't have two Alpha and Omegas, because it's clear in Isaiah 44 and 6, God says, I'm the first and last, besides me there is no God. Amen. No, Jim, you want to... Uh, yeah. um, yes. Do you have any other uh, pastors that deal with, you know, the Mormons and the uh, Jehovah's Witness back and go back and listen to and, you know, soak, soak knowledge? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you give us a call, and uh, Jill Martin Ritchie, who is the daughter of Walter Martin, uh, I've interviewed her before, and I've uh, been to lectures, of, and so we can get supply you with some CDs that, that Walter Martin has done, so that'll be helpful to you. So take down, leave your number so we can contact you. And uh, Brother Jim, we'll turn it over to you. Thank you for your call, and call us back, and we'll call you too, Brother Jim. Amen. Well, one of the things that I, since my sister is a Jehovah's Witness also, that I've asked her is that <clears throat> that if God is love and Jesus is not God and there's only there's only the Father, then who was the Father loving in eternity? That kind of threw her for a loop right there. Amen. All right. Well, we've come to the end of another exciting broadcast, and we would like to thank Vince, our engineer, Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us, so please drop us a note and let us know how this program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. You can reach Dr. Buckner by phone at 415-721-1778. Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 